0: Welcome back to Thoughtful Thursday. We are excited to be with you again. We are recapping our last series that we did, Travel Light. And we kind of just wanted to have some conversations around it because we haven't done one of these within the series. So we have basically four weeks to kind of talk about uh, user's choice. If something pops up, just, you know, we kind of have some questions here we go off of. I'll, I'll start with some questions, but we usually, it's usually how we operate. We kind of just go wherever wherever we decide to go with stuff. So um, I'll jump right into it. Uh, and when I say jump right into it, we've actually been talking for like 20 minutes already. So we're pretending to jump right into it. Uh, I want to read this verse. In By the Philippians. Way, we've been talking for 20 minutes about nothing. Absolutely. Not nothing. anything to do with this. Well, I mean, like you forgot deodorant today. I did. And you borrowed mine. I did. Because that's what friends are for. I appreciate it very much. Um, so I want to read this verse in Philippians chapter 2, which was the first week of the series and so kind of just to recap the flow of the series we talked about the general idea of spiritual maturity what that actually was and then we went to mapping out our journey we went to what kind of baggage do we need to take with us on this journey and then we this last week we talked about the destination so um So just in a general sense, sense, spiritual maturity, Philippians chapter 2, verse 12 through 13 says, work hard to show the results of your salvation, obeying God with deep reverence and fear, for God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. So kind of two questions based on that. One is, as you hear those verses, what jumps out in those? Um and then you know I have down here this idea of working out your salvation. This is kind of a, a hot topic, so to speak, in church world. So I'm open to discuss either of those, that or what what
1: jumps out to you on those. I think uh, one of the first things that I think about as I smack myself in the <laughs> face like with that. the microphone. Wow, that was long. That was yeah. that was. I feel like there is a constant battle between: is it works for your salvation or is it faith for your salvation? Right. I feel like there's these two camps that are yeah. kind of at odds with each other. That you know, it's by faith you've been saved, but then you know, you know, even in here, work hard to show the results of your salvation. I, I think that there is a a both and part of faith, salvation, and works. It's like, it's not the good things that we do that earn our salvation for Mm -hmm. us. But, you know, if we have an authentic relationship with Jesus, that it's going to be seen. And it's what we're talking about right now in the warehouse with our first through fifth graders and with our zero through six year olds is the fruit of the spirit. And, you know, these are going to be evidence of your salvation.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Fruit of the spirit is what came to my mind as well. Because, yeah, it, it, you said the word proof, and that's what I feel like it is. Like, there's going to be evidence of a changed life. Um, and if you, you know, if there's no evidence there, like, maybe maybe there's some issues.
2: Yeah, and not to, like, oversimplify it, because um, this probably is oversimplifying it, but just thinking in terms of, you know, normal relationships, like, um, because of... My love for my wife, like I pursue her. You said
0: that so passionately <laughs> really? because of the love for my wife. That's how I talk. <laughs> She's listening. <laughs> I love well, you. She doesn't listen. So,
2: <laughs> um, actually, she started to write whenever yeah, you talked about her. Talked bad about her. Yeah. Um, Don't put this on me. Okay. So, anyways, if you're done making fun of the cadence of my voice, <laughs> no, I'm not um, yet, but go ahead. We'll do it later. Because my wife loves me and I love her out of out of that mutual love for each other. Like I want to serve. I want to show her my love for her. I want to pursue her. Um, Same thing in our response uh, with Jesus, you know, we love because he first loved us. It's a it's a response and that requires action.
3: So I think one of the biggest takeaways for me during this, um, series was that God is the one that initiates it all. Um, because when I read that first part work, what is it? Work out? No. Where is it? Show the results. Work hard. Work hard. Like I stop right there.
0: Yeah. We love that part.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But if you go on, it says for God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases him. And so I just, yeah stop after work hard and so i just continue to try to do it all in my own power and then you get frustrated and you're like well i'm never going to be good enough because you just you're never and you never reach that yeah what you think is you know the bar yeah Um, as
0: a fellow achiever i definitely need the reminder of the second mm -hmm. part of that verse verse 13 the other thing and i don't have an answer for this I, i think it's something even just now reading it i want to maybe do a little bit of a word study on is that idea of deep reverence and fear. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I, I think I have somewhat of a grasp on the idea of fear and what that means, but I don't have ever really looked into that deep reverence. Mm -hmm. That'd be interesting to kind of explore what that actually means. Yeah. Any other thoughts on those verses or the idea of spiritual maturity?
1: Yeah, I I think I'm just going to make sure I'm not jumping ahead here with anything. I love this series, um, especially big picture, like the idea of this journey. Um, there's a beginning, a destination of where we're headed. Um, I personally would never go anywhere without pre planning a trip, even if that means just GPS of, okay, hey, I, I know. It's
0: wild how people I'm do going. that, though. Like, people, oh, just go just go or they're like we met somebody at the airport and or like how you getting there they're like oh i don't know we'll figure it out i'm like like you didn't rent a car yet you didn't get an uber i oh, no, figure it out i'm like that's so weird to me Anyways, yeah I,
1: I went and rode motorcycles uh the other day and i was just following. You rode multiple motorcycles i rode one and there was someone else that rode another one. <laughs> okay that's good and um, advanced trick riding already and, and i was just following them No idea where I was. Like, literally, I mean, I know I'm driving in straight lines down country roads, so I should be able to figure it out pretty easy. Yeah, it's not too tough. But I'm just not – that's not really how I'm wired. And so I was just like – I was enjoying it, but also like, yeah, if something happens to him, I have no idea what I'm going to do because I would have no idea.
0: When you're not the one navigating, I don't pay attention. Sure. Like, and I know that's not the conversation we're having, but, yeah, like, I just don't pay
1: attention. I'm like, I have no clue how we got here because – I wasn't driving. And I think that, that that's actually a great connection, though. Well, thank you. Because I think that... <laughs> it's totally intentional. There's been times in my life where I've kind of treated my faith like that. And I think if we're going to be honest with ourselves or our listeners are going to be honest, that there's probably times where maybe that's been true for them, where, yeah, pastor's got this or, you know... A more my, passive my approach. parent has it or my spouse has it. And I'm just kind of along for the ride. I'll show up on Sundays. Mm you know, get my instructions for the week and then, you know, maybe get lost from this week to the next. And I think that this um, series for me has been a good reminder, even though, and I was talking with Kimmy about this last two weeks, I have not gone back and rewatched and I haven't been able to be there. So I'm kind of Mm -hmm. off with that just Mm -hmm. for what it's worth. Um, But I feel like we, it's very easy to get in that space of just, yeah, being the, More like a passenger. Staring out the window. Just staring out the window. Vibing out.
3: So I'm going to throw a little...
1: Jesus was supposed to take the wheel.
3: Well, that's. I was thinking it when you said it. I was thinking from a different viewpoint of like when I was a kid going on a road trip with my family. Like it was the best week of my life. And I would read books the entire time we'd play games we'd we didn't have to be buckled in so we would just have <laughs> back a, in the
0: good old days <laughs> yes.
3: yeah.
0: we, we lay down was, in the trunk
3: uh, because i totally trusted my dad like i knew he had it i didn't sit there worrying oh is he going to take a wrong turn are we lost even if we were you know maybe off the beaten path or whatever like i knew he had it and the destination was always so great
0: yeah
2: so that's a really sweet perspective yeah i'm too much of a control freak
1: it's true
0: it is true <laughs> I will say there kind of is one thing I didn't like about this series and the preacher <laughs> 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 um, I get of those. that was good <laughs> keeps going Um, I feel like there's more to spiritual growth in our journey than what we were able to talk about
1: hundred percent, yeah.
0: So, and I mean, you could do a year-long series probably and yeah. still mm-hmm. have, which I, I don't say that in like an overwhelming sense of like, I mean, we will never be able to grow if there's 52 weeks worth of stuff I need to learn. But to try to like tidy it up in a little four-week package is probably a little bit short-sighted. Or to assume that that could happen is – a little bit short sighted. So I, I would just say like if you were here for the series or you've been watching online just know like that's probably not everything there is. Just curious, do you have a favorite book on like spiritual disciplines or anything like that? Me. Or anybody. Um I've been reading a lot of Watchman Ni nee lately, who was a leader in the uh Chinese church. And his books are fairly small, but on specific disciplines. And they're very good. They're from Mm -hmm. like the 70s, 80s, but they're very good. So I've been kind of working through some of those. Spirit of the Disciplines, um,
2: Dallas Willard's really good too.
1: Yeah, that was, I couldn't remember it, but that was one
2: that I've really liked. And then one of my favorite ones, um, I thought just an incredible book on kind of spiritual maturity and um it's called conformed as image by kenneth boa love it Mm -hmm. it's incredible by who kenneth boa b-o-a it's like a it's more like a textbook
0: oh wow that sounds riveting (laughs) it's awesome (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
3: maybe take that part out of the podcast
0: (laughs) (laughs) it reads like lord of the rings (laughs) dude i'm all about that (laughs) bring
1: it on (laughs) high fantasy
0: week two we walk through the passage in psalm 42 and i'm not going to read the whole passage but essentially it's a psalm we don't really know who wrote it i have my assumptions i do think it's probably david but either way you see a lot of you know uh i'm like a tree or like a deer comes to the water that's how i want to be and there's this like longing and intimacy with god and then it's like the only thing that I'm eating right now are my own tears and I'm so sad, but God is good and this and that. And then also this, I'm sad. And like, so you see that back and forth. I really love that because I do think that's just the human experience. Um, if I could be wrong on this and this might just be my own spiritual immaturity, but there are times when like when people are always like, Oh no, everything's always good and I'm just always on a spiritual high. I just wanna be like, Yeah, I don't believe you. Like I just I I feel like you struggle to see that in the pages of scripture. You don't you don't see really any examples of that. Um and I think it does a disservice to people we're either discipling or people who are watching our lives to just pretend like. Mm-hmm you're just happy all the time and everything's great. Um, So in your life, have you ever felt overwhelmed or burdened on your spiritual journey? Um, In that season, did you experience God drawing you to him? And just kind of how did you walk that line with whatever situation you were in between the situation of life and trusting God? And I know that's like three questions in one, but
1: I'm so confused right
0: now. Also, to be fair, uh, we literally
1: shared these questions like a few hours ago, so... Yeah. So, I'll start off. I was just trying to give other people the opportunity to... Well, I appreciate that, share. man. Um, yes, absolutely. I felt overwhelmed, burdened, challenged many points on my, my own spiritual journey, and some of those we've talked about, I think, in past podcast episodes, some of them I've talked about from the stage in the past... Um, I think that I tend to, I tend to get overwhelmed, um, in seasons of life where things are challenging or or really hard things are happening, um, and I do not think that my first reaction very often is trusting God. Um, I think it's what can I do to make the situation better or change my situation. It's very me oriented. Um, do you feel like when that is your initial reaction, do you feel like that just compounds the problem? Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Absolutely. Um, because nine times out of 10, there's not much I can do to make my situation better or, yeah. um, and so I, I, th- I'm thinking about different times throughout my life, um, where I've, specifically been overwhelmed or burdened. And especially with that, you know, did you experience God drawing myself to him? I think that's an interesting question. And, um, I'm not sure how I feel about that question. I think that there's been times where I have felt God very, feel very present in my life. Um, I feel like there's been times where I've felt his presence through other people, brothers and sisters in Christ that have come alongside me and helped me and encouraged me. And then there's, there's even been times where I kind of felt like God has been totally silent. And, um, some of that might be that I was creating so much noise that it was kind of difficult to hear him. Um, but there has been times where I feel like I was maybe even allowed to, experience a struggle? Um, And then how did I kind of wrestle with the situation versus trusting in God? I think it's been a pretty similar pattern for me in my wrestling. And it's, it's funny. And I think we're going to talk about it a little bit later, but I think one of the things that has helped me most and been a really big pattern for me in my life in moments of struggle has been memorizing scripture and keeping God, the truth about God and God's truth close to my heart and, and present in my mind. Um, and also, I think every single time the people around me have made the biggest impact of reminding me of God being good or just someone to be there to share a burden or a challenge, Um, even if they're not doing anything, the fact that they're present, present, yeah, that ministry of presence. And I think we've we've even talked about that in the past, (laughs) uh, ministry of presence.
2: I was thinking about this question, maybe from a different perspective, and Nick, you even said something that kind of um, got my wheels turning on this. But I feel like for me, in the big things of life, the like real um, struggles and obstacles, that's when like faith ignites and rises up more quickly. Okay. And so it's in like the day-to-day yeah. That is probably more of a struggle. Um, at least that's been my experience for me. Um, but but thinking through the idea that like, you know, Nick, sometimes you've even acknowledged that God probably was silent for a, a time or a season um, for a purpose. And, and I wonder if, like just the reality that God doesn't, we can't control him. Um, he's not someone we can manipulate. Uh, he doesn't show up the same every time I look at like with Moses and the Egyptians and the way he, uh, they encountered him the way he, um, led them, showed himself to them. Like it was different every time. Right. And I just think through some of those realities of Like, I think that's part of spiritual maturity that God, maybe in his graciousness, when we're newer in the faith and baby Christians, um, maybe seems more prevalent, more present. But then God takes us through seasons where he's trying to draw us into deeper waters, and that requires us to go deeper in our faith and our disciplines, um, it may not come as easy as it once did. Um and so yeah, just thinking about like intentional seasons where God might be it might feel more distant, even though he's not, because he's trying to get our roots to grow deeper. Yeah. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, I would agree with everything you already said. It's um, the bigger struggles where I feel like faith really does rise up and grow and you feel, and I'm speaking personally for myself, just many different experiences. You know, I think when, and forgive me if I've already talked about this, um, my husband was in a head on, you know, collision years ago and, you know so he didn't work for a year. I had just quit my job to stay home with our two boys at the time. Um, but even during that first, those first few nights that he was in the hospital going through major surgeries and whatnot, like I would come home and um, listen to messages that people had left on at that time. We had an answering machine. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Does it have um, an actual tape in it? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> um, No, it didn't. But I just remember specifically reading through um, many familiar psalms, Um, and uh, anytime something like that happens as well, um, the worship songs that come to mind are the ones I grew up on. So little plug in there for kids, mm-hmm. ministry, and parents, like what you're doing is so valuable and important, even if you think it's not sticking. Um, those are the things that come to mind. Mm-hmm. So it kind of goes back to that scripture memorization. The reason those songs or those psalms showed up in that moment is because I didn't have them committed to memory word for word but they were part of my childhood and my life. And so when I needed them, that's what the Holy Spirit brought to mind. But um, for me, the hardest part of my spiritual journey is um, just being consistent in all the spiritual disciplines when life is just normal. Um, It's really hard. It is just really hard to do the things I don't want to say do the things because it talks, going back to that first conversation about working hard, but um, it's just hard for me to get into scripture and spend time praying and doing all the spiritual disciplines that I know are so valuable when life is just good.
0: Do you Spirit. feel like, and I'm, I'm not necessarily trying to let you off the hook. Um, don't do it. There is no hook to be let <laughs> off, but. It, I'm not it, a fish. Is there a part of you <laughs> that feels like, that's okay. Like in certain seasons, there's more emphasis on a spiritual discipline than maybe the others. And not that the others go by the wayside, but you know, I I feel like I've had seasons in my life where I really needed silence and solitude Mm -hmm. or I really needed to, to dive deeper into prayer or whatever it is. I don't don't know. Like I'm only saying this as a fellow achiever of when is enough enough, Mm -hmm. you know, like, how much are you ever going to get to a point where you're like, oh, I'm reading my Bible enough. I'm praying enough. I, I spend enough time in quiet.
3: Yeah. So I think when I'm feeling that way, um, just to circle back, like I'm not recognizing that God is the one that's drawing me into this relationship. Like I loved uh, it was in one of the study guides. It talked about, you know, anytime you read a letter that Paul wrote, how does he set it up? Mm-hmm. The first part of the letter is his overwhelming love for the mm-hmm. church that he's writing to and how he wishes he were with them and um, till he visits the next time and like realizing he's uh, showing us an example of how God longs for us as well. And so just to remember that and sit in that yeah. place instead of, oh, I got it read my Bible this morning and check it off the list. I wish
2: one of those <laughs> letters would have started with, y'all are getting on my everlasting earth. <laughs> Hey, morons. I,
3: I have reached my limit.
0: This is my last letter.
3: <laughs> I will not write to you again.
0: Please stop doing the dumb things good you're day, doing. <laughs> I said good day. Sincerely, Private Paul. Uh, um, yeah. I think... It's probably a dumb question to even ask, have you ever felt overwhelmed or burdened? Because <laughs> <yeah, it's> like, <laughs> no. Never. Um, so let's just assume we all have. Um, for me, I feel like the times I experience God drawing are on two ends of a spectrum. It's either I need to be in silence and solitude, like you said. I, I tend to he- to feel it, to hear it, to experience it when the chaos isn't happening and have I I've intentionally eliminated that or it really feels like it comes out left field and I'm just going about my day and all of a sudden it's just like a two by four to the head you know you're like whoa I was not expecting that um and I I that might just be unique to me and I know everyone's different but it feels like those drawing experiences are on both ends of those spectrums and think andy stanley is the one who said um there are certain things that aren't problems to solve but tensions to manage and i think this this line or this tension of wrestling with the situation in my life and trusting god i don't think it's anything we're ever going to just go like oh i've nailed it i just think it's probably one of those tensions we'll manage because the situations change and in 10 years from now i'm going to be facing issues that you know 39 year old version of myself never even thought about or didn't de- mm. knew existed and so i'm not going to have really any well to draw, draw off of other than who god is but i'm mm-hmm. going to have to wrestle with that and then five years after that there'll be new things and yeah. then you know i'll be almost as old as daniel at that point and <laughs> mm. wow um, you'll be so mature by that <laughs> hopefully hopefully so go. Let's go to week three. Then the scripture memorization. I, n- I know that was a big part of that, and I hesitated even necessarily making that such a big emphasis because there is so much more to that moment. You know, the moment we talked about was Jesus in the wilderness being tempted um, by Satan, and there's so much more to it than just the recalling of scripture. But I do think that's the one piece of that interaction that. If we're all honest, none of us are probably really good at it. Uh, any Anybody? Like, you're just like, I'm hitting home runs here with scripture memorization?
2: No. If we're being honest, then the answer's no.
0: Okay. What if you were being dishonest? I'm doing great. I'm the best. <laughs> I'm like Slang. the LeBron James of scripture memorization. <laughs> so that's, I, that's really why we focused on that. I mean, we had done a series on prayer and fasting, and that was a big part of the conversation with the, was this interaction. And so obviously that's a part of overcoming temptation. So knowing none of us do this or have really mm-hmm. done this, has there been any changes in the last couple of weeks? Zero. Okay. Appreciate you still being honest. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I have not, liar mode.
1: I've not done great at this over the years, although it is something that I think four or five years ago I started taking more seriously and doing. So it's not something that I like always have scripture that I'm memorizing, but it is something that I will reflect on a scripture yeah. okay. for a set amount of time. But yeah. um, one thing that I've been doing recently, um, I brought home my dad's Bible, um, from his house and, um, it's a real, he's had it for, I mean, since probably before I was born. So there's a lot of notes and a lot of, um, highlighting and it's a good old KJV cause we were raised in the Baptist church and, um, So it's not something I'm going to be bringing to church and using, but it has been interesting to just kind of read through it and look at the things that he made notes of and reflected on or things that he had, um, he had a a color for scripture memorization. So to see the things that he at least was trying to memorize has been kind of interesting.
0: That's cool. Yeah.
3: It's really cool.
1: Yeah. I know we talked about this before, but like,
2: um, my process has definitely been I don't know, probably one of my best spiritual disciplines is like meditation, reflection, just taking time to stop, reflect, think, ponder. So um, doing nothing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Me and Cam here are just like
2: oh. <laughs> Um. So like like Nick, um, I would say God has me in passages of Scripture, I feel like, for lengths of time, and um, so I spend a lot of time in one area, just um, reflecting, learning, applying, like and generally, it's because God's doing something in my heart for a particular you know mm-hmm. season or time. Um, and those are the things that I tend to be able to reach back and draw you know, like David did whenever he's, or whoever the psalmist of Psalm 42 is, you know, to, to be able to anguish about his present circumstances, but cling back to who he knows God is and what God's revealed and done in his life, right? His testimony. So that's kind of, um, I'm good at that with scripture. What I have never been as intentional about trying to um, really memorize that. So ponder, you know, treasure these things in my heart. Mm-hmm. Yes, but um, really having a discipline of learning, being able to recite. Um, Yeah, I'm, I've just never, never been good at it. And your, your message inspired me good. to think a lot about it. Good. You know, it's been a week though. You know what I mean? Like- yeah.
3: You've been meditating on what you should do.
2: I was actually thinking about starting James, <laughs> since you're in James, because yeah. I thought it'd be something cool that we could compete on. See
3: if you not compete.
0: We would never
1: compete
2: over. It, it wouldn't be do a together. Like because I
0: would decimate you with the <laughs> the sweat of my work. See. <laughs> it's kind of more of a couples
1: activity. <laughs> you guys are gonna do. I,
0: I do. I do want to say uh, we've made fun of. We make fun of you for certain things. There are things that. Are easy to make fun. I of, haven't right? noticed. One thing we make funny. I was thinking about this the other day. I forgot to tell you. I, are
2: <laughs> you gonna make me cry?
0: I don't know. I mean, it's really not that hard. I was get some cottonwood. <laughs> um, rub it on your face. So we make fun of you because you will kind of go back to things often. Like uh-huh. You like say these. Amago day. That's exactly what I was gonna say. We didn't have to say it. He mm-hmm. knows. So we make fun of you for that. But I will say, when I was reading a psalm the other day, I was like, David is so repetitive. (laughs) Like, these were just things that meant a lot to him. So that's okay.
1: Daniel, David, pretty close.
0: Yeah. Warriors. Dance naked in the streets. Dance naked in the streets. (laughs) That hasn't happened. (laughs) Hopefully not stealing people's wives. (laughs) 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 Or having Um. their husbands (laughs) (laughs) murdered. So I did, I did see a really funny TikTok video the other day of David when he gets to heaven. He's like, yeah. That's like Bathsheba's husband comes up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> I don't know why I shouldn't be laughing at
2: Oh, anyways. Oh, we're horrible.
3: I,
1: that is something that I, I actually do really appreciate about you because I sometimes I feel like I'm broken because I cannot remember because things cuz I have such cuz we all are uh not that type of broken <laughs> <laughs> I'm a different broken like a broken broken um because I can't remember things like I'll you know you'll bring up something that was said by somebody you know a year ago and I'll be like That's called mean, now that you say that I can <laughs> I can remember that but like yeah if you hadn't right. brought that up I would have never remembered that again. And that's something that I do appreciate.
0: can you, oh, do
2: you have any ways you'd like to encourage me?
3: To? <laughs> None. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think uh, just hearing all of you talk, um, like, I don't know if I want to share this, but I will. It, it, I, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> So. Which button should I get ready to hit? Is this going to be funny, <laughs> sad, <laughs> creepy? I don't know. That's why I'm not sure if I want to share Magical? But probably th- three years ago, I was at uh, something, and the speaker was talking. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, I just so I think we were even supposed to be praying and so it was just a time of silence or whatever. And I just had this picture in my head. So it wasn't like a vision from the Lord or whatever, but that I was just, um, you know, picturing myself standing before the throne. Um, And this is what I, (laughs) I did not have any clothes on and I would not make that image up in my head. No woman would. And if I did, like I would have, you know, just the best, shaped body ever. <laughs> it was as no, as the most nondescript um, body that anybody could have. And the reason why I know I didn't just come up with this on my own, I felt no shame. I felt no shame standing before God um, that way. And when I looked, I just saw myself just covered in God's word. Like, words, his word was just, that's what I was cloaked in. Mm. And as I was just walking, um, his words would fall off on the people as I walked past. And I was just thinking, oh, that's, that's what I want to happen someday that when I open my mouth and I'm not, I hope this doesn't sound, um, like that, like I'm trying to achieve this or prideful or whatever. I'm That is so not happening right now. Um, But just that I know so much of God's word, not even memorizing word for word so that I can change, um, you know, my heart can be changed or whatever. But as I walk and talk, the only thing that people are getting is his words, like it's just falling on him, on them. So.
2: In this dream you had, were the rest of us worshiping
3: you at the end? <laughs> no, and it wasn't it's even a, a dream. was a of many colors. I involved. was fully awake. I, it was, and it wasn't sure, like, I. again, that's, I, I probably shouldn't have shared this. <laughs> 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 it was just a picture. It was just a picture in my head. You know how you daydream? It was I just guess. a daydream. I
0: usually, never mind. <laughs> that's. I usually don't think I think about myself. That.
3: <laughs> exactly, that's my point. Is why I knew yep. that this was not something that oh, I'm just gonna think of myself as this person. That you know. that's my point. It was not anything that I would have ever pictured. No, I, in I actually head. think that's a pretty
0: powerful, <laughs> uh, a pretty powerful, um, picture. Yeah, that's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> it's lost words.
3: I'm sharing that because uh, I I want that for everyone. That's what I want for everyone. But
1: you know. I think that that has been probably one of the most beautiful things that's come out of my own personal memorization of Scripture when I'm really serious about it and memorize it. Like Psalm 28 is a great example. It's one you know that I still not word for word per, absolutely perfect, but. Like I can still recite back to myself and speak into other people is when I memorize something and usually it's for me mm-hmm. in my relationship with God, I find myself in situations where I'm able to use that. And other people, the Holy them. spirit impressing that upon me to use that scripture or encourage them with that. And yeah. Um, you yes know, so thank you I, for
3: bringing that home that was my whole point is what is my motive of memorizing scripture i got you i, got,
1: listen, <laughs> I never
3: really we, got that part out because i just really didn't want to share this you. but
0: we <laughs> appreciate you sharing that and we will forever from this point forward make fun of <laughs>
3: No, that's why i didn't want to share it it was actually something very
0: it's very beautiful special meaningful yeah. no it is it's <laughs> cool for sharing that with us <laughs> or at least me <laughs> screw these guys <laughs> uh yeah, like I already said, I, I've done a pretty terrible job of this since fifth grade because that was when I left Olympians. And <laughs> um if you don't know what that is, just Google it. Not the Olymp- talent. Not the actual Olympics, just the knockoff Christian version of it. Um so yeah, I've 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 just set a goal to memorize the book of James. I think it's a book full of wisdom. I've always loved James because it's from Jesus' brothers' perspective, which I just think is a very unique um, you know perspective and just reading the things he writes like living this life with him not believing in him it's just a it's a super cool book mm. and I literally don't have a super spiritual reason why James has just always been a go-to book for me a lot of times when I'm counseling someone after like meeting with them the first time I'll be like the whole piece of homework I give is We'll set your next appointment to talk after you read the whole book of James. It's not that hard to read, um, and then we'll we'll talk after mm-hmm. that um, because I just think it's such a great book. Um, you and I were talking about this earlier. <clears throat> this last last Sunday, uh, we really were in Colossians chapter two. Um, Paul writes this letter to the church in Colossae we were both talking about how much we just love this chapter in Colossians mm-hmm. and, you know, we had different things we loved about it. So, you know, Colossians chapter two, what was kind of like a favorite part out of that chapter specifically? You have a bunch of highlights.
3: So stuff. many, I started highlighting my favorite and then I was like, Oh, but then there's this one. <laughs> <I know. laughs> so yeah, yeah pretty much just read the whole chapter. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you have
0: to pick one off your, off your yeah. sheet.
3: I don't know. I love, um, listen, verse 13. It says, you were dead because of your sins and because your sinful nature was not yet cut away. But then God made you alive with Christ for he forgave all our sins. He canceled the record of the charges against us and took it away by nailing it to the cross. And this way he disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities. He shamed them publicly by his victory over them on the cross. So um, I tend One to... Point for me? Hmm?
0: That's what Daniel <laughs> said. That's what he picked.
3: Um, so I don't, I, I can be my worst enemy and convict myself over and over and over. So that's probably answering number six, my old self, yeah. <laughs> um, just being distracted with all of that and forgetting that, no, it has been completely canceled, yeah. nailed to the cross. Not only that, but he has disarmed the spiritual, um, rulers and authorities and man. Amen.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Reach it. Yeah. Nick. Do you have a favorite part?
1: That's probably my favorite part as well. I I think it's such an I it's an iconic passage, you know, if I have more. <laughs> if anybody was in youth group, you know, when the time period that I was or before or after, you've probably read that passage and then done an activity where you nailed a piece of paper. Um, with your, your sin or the thing that you continue to wrestle with to the cross. And so anytime I hear that passage, I see, mm-hmm. you know, a cross with nails and sheets of paper on it in my head. Funny um, story
0: about that, by the way. <laughs> and, I, uh, I did an illustration that did not go as planned. <laughs>
3: of course it didn't. <laughs> so I
0: did that illustration, but I use flash paper that like okay. burns magic, up. Magic, yeah. paper. magic paper. Uh, Mike papers. Mike. Um... And then the way, like I had them bring them up, and I nailed, you know, I nailed them there, so they all touched, and then I lit them on fire, and I was like, "Huh, we have a burning cross!" Oh (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) Didn't think about that. But they disappeared. It was like it was cool until other than the looked (laughs) like a (laughs)
1: burning cross. (laughs) A burning cross. My goodness.
0: (laughs) The cross wasn't on fire. The paper was. It was a that's really awesome. quick. Burned up the sin.
1: <laughs> that is an awesome analogy. Thank you. Just disappeared. In visual. <laughs> I don't think
0: that's what the clan had in mind. <laughs> 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 yeah. I don't th- As it's happening, I was like, you know, I'm the one lighting it, and it like goes up like, huh?
3: <laughs> Were you <laughs> starting to blow. Trying to put. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's where you're glad that you were a youth pastor during that technology kind of time, because <laughs> it wasn't being live streamed whoa, out whoa, somewhere, whoa, whoa, whoa. wasn't being recorded. <laughs>
3: Seriously, it's an
1: old person joke. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, yeah, for me that that was not my favorite part of it. I do love that, um, and maybe you have this highlighted somewhere we'll on your highlighting, and I don't even know what verse it is, but it's where he's talking about like all of these things are a shadow of the reality Mm. and just that analogy that everybody would have understand still understands of like a shadow is just an outline of the real thing it's just uh an attempt to project an image of it but you're you know nobody has a conversation with somebody else's shadow you want to talk to the real person or Mm -hmm. you want to experience life with them so i just think Uh, Paul is just really good at analogies anyways. That's one gift I wish I was a little bit better at. Um, And I thought, I always just think that's one of his coolest ones is just that idea.
1: I don't know if you've seen the picture of a lit candle and there's a light shining on it. Mm -hmm. And so you see the the outline Mm -hmm. of the candle and the wick, but the flame doesn't have... Obviously, doesn't have a shadow because mm-hmm. it is light. I just—I've always thought of that as yeah. such a beautiful representation of. You know,
0: it'd be great if you did that, but like had it at the base of a cross, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and it just ignited.
0: <laughs> your face is on fire.
1: <laughs> I always thought of that as such a beautiful picture of you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many examples of you know, being a light like a city on a hill, and you know, not hiding your. Under a no,
2: I'm going to let it shine. That's right. The devil can sit on a tack.
0: <laughs> but I'm going to let it shine. <laughs> we talked about types of distractions that distract us from our journey. Um, they were like the thinking of man, uh, our old self, and unnecessary rules. Is there a distraction that you find yourself c- kind of constantly or semi-constantly that's your go-to distraction if one of these is Definitely not rules. <laughs> yeah, no, you're you're good can, there.
1: Can you re-explain the thinking of man to me?
0: Yeah, just uh kind of like the way Paul describes it is just this high-sounding philosophy um like getting lost in the educational pursuit and the like, oh, here's this new idea, this new way of to think of this. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know why I did those facial expressions in that tone. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your interpretation of a smart hey, person?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I think you he was going really for a dumb. philosophical person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, so just that high-sounding philosophy. You
1: look like the turtle from Finding Nemo.
3: <laughs> hey, bro.
1: Hey, bro.
0: Waves. So just trying to sound really intelligent, you know, yeah. and sometimes you're creating new things that aren't actual things. Um, our old self probably doesn't need a ton of description. Yeah. And then just those unnecessary rules, these things that just become tradition or regulations that we begin to judge ourselves or judge other people based on as opposed to God. So any any one of those that I know you had already kind of mentioned your old self.
3: Yeah, I can get wrapped up into all of these, honestly, but um the thinking of man, is that how it was worded? Yeah. Um, I definitely can go to that before I go to scripture or the Holy Spirit, even when I'm trying to, most of the time, it's when I'm trying to understand what a scripture says, I'll be <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to read what... This commentary says, or I'm going to Google this scripture online. I guess you would Google online, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to use the Google machine.
1: <laughs> Did some offline oh googling. Yeah, <laughs>
3: so I do it all the time. <laughs> That's called <a> reading. <laughs> uh, my um, dad
0: texts me questions, and a couple years ago, I was like, percent do you have a son named Google? Ask him. <laughs> <laughs> he knows everything. He's way better and smarter than I am."
3: Uh, yeah, but I'll look at, you know, your study notes. If you have a study Bible and you'll read all the things, I do that first rather than mm-hmm. just asking the Holy Spirit to explain this verse to me, yeah. um, which is yeah. ridiculous.
0: I did that this morning. I was, <laughs> I don't, honestly, I don't even remember what I was thinking about, but I was kind of lost in thought. Um, and I found myself just like thinking through it and I, I caught myself <laughs> and, essentially just prayed a prayer of like, you know, Holy Spirit, I need your, what what do you think about this? What should I think about Mm -hmm. this? How should I interact with this? So that's good.
1: I tend to wrestle the most with thinking a man. Um, I think, you know, I started in student ministry pretty young and I, even though I'm not a three, like I, I have always wanted to prove myself and, you know, do a, do a good job. And, um, so I feel like I, I tend towards that of like, yeah. you know, hyper driven, wa- yeah, hi- yeah. Driven wanting to be seen as successful, whatever that means. Um, Oh, I got a list of what it means <laughs> <laughs> for me. There's anyways. a big difference between what, you know, we're looking from the outside in what success is is success, you know, having more kids next year than you had this year. Does it, you know, is that success? And, um, And so I I definitely think that I, I wrestle with that even still, um, you know, Kami and I have switched roles and I think that, um, both of those roles are new. And so there's like, what do these roles even mean? And, um, you know, wanting that to be a good thing, but, um, but, um, yeah, I've had to kind of kill that part of myself that wants to be, um, I don't know, viewed in a certain way. I don't even know how to describe it necessarily, but just like Yeah, I don't know.
0: Danielson?
2: Oh yeah, thinking a man. We're a certain kind of group here.
3: We like to sound intelligent. <laughs> Apparently I'm the only oddball here.
2: Oh, is yours different?
3: No, I wrestle with old self too. <laughs> <laughs> and I I think
0: in the context of Colossians it was, like, don't be sucked into the thinking of these other people. Not necessarily, right, like, right, myself. Right, right. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Um, you know, don't, yeah, be, see, don't be kind of wooed off. by, yeah. you know, people who sound smart, I guess, is probably more. And I do get wooed by them because I'm probably smarter. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. I, You could add a fourth one in. Uh, I think Scripture probably... Would make a case for the idea of like fear of man, yeah. That and that's, that's kind of where I went with it. Is that, more, that would that's probably a struggle for me yeah, as well. Pleasing man
2: rather than pleasing God.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think out of these three, um, you know, growing up in a in a, in a church culture that had a lot of rules and unnecessary rules, uh, I didn't hate it. Like when I was a younger kid. Uh, By the time I hit price 17, I was kind of like, oh, these are weird. You know, like I wasn't necessarily against it, but I really did begin to question them. Um, But, you know, as as an achiever, it gave me something to achieve. Like it gave me areas to be the best in and, you know, like, oh, we're supposed to dress up for church. I was seven and wore a double-breasted suit to church every week. (laughs) Of course you did. It was olive green. I also had a frog tie that went with it. It's adorable.
1: (laughs) Well, I think it's really it's a very black and white way of it was all of determining (laughs) i don't know if you heard that (laughs) determining whether you're a good christian or not oh yeah right
0: yeah it's a way to keep score and i sometimes hate not being able to keep score (laughs) like i i i hate not knowing something i or i hate like the ambiguity of like i'll just say it and this is like boo shame on me I hate that I have to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal something in me. I just want to know. Yeah. I, I just want to look at a piece of paper or I yeah. want to look at a list and go, yep, yep, nope, yep, 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 nope. Okay, I'll do that. I don't. I don't necessarily want to have to sit in the ambiguity of like, reveal to me what parts of me need to change. Or um, I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Your Holy but Spirit the second.
3: At the same time, <laughs> is there a place for following rules? out of reverence to God. Like, yeah. I want to wear, you know, you wanted to wear a suit maybe because you were going to church. And nope. you, No, I'm just like.
0: <laughs> Some people know. do.
3: No, yeah. I think of um, even going to church in Africa. They dress to the nines yeah. because they're going to church. They're yeah. going to meet God. Like, why wouldn't you? It, yeah. Not because they're checking off something off their rule list, but out of love and respect. and
1: And I think even within that, it can be a really great thing, but it's all about the heart, mm-hmm. right? And I'm not against anybody wearing a suit. So if you no,
3: want to wear a suit, I just chose that because that's what yeah. you used. But yeah.
0: there was, you know, there was just a lot of, a lot of rules. Um, and I, I and I've shared, you know, a story in during preaching, and I so I won't share the story. But there there was a situation when I was 17 where like I saw how rules became a hindrance to the gospel, mm-hmm. and as a, a set, barrier. Yeah, as a 17-year-old, I was like, oh, man, that's really a huge bummer Yeah, that, like, that that girl might not, like, she was really close to experiencing the people of God and experiencing God, and we basically told her she couldn't. Yeah. Like, that just really bothered me and set me kind of on a path of, like, okay, maybe I just need to reevaluate some things and— again, I'm, I am thankful for the upbringing I had and I'm not like, I don't ever want to have a tone of like criticism because I think intentions were good and all of those things. And so I I hope that that's not what gets communicated. Um, but, and and like I said, Sunday, I will probably have our you know, my kids will probably be like, why do we do that? Why do we do that? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I'm hoping to show a little grace so I can have some shown to me when I'm older. Um, but, yeah, those unnecessary rules are things I get distracted by or could get distracted by as well as my old self. Yeah, and I You think- guys know me, like. Thinking a man is probably the least distracting for me because I don't even recognize it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't know. They're smart. I don't know.
2: But you and I were talking about this earlier, going back to like the Colossians passage. Um, Paul takes sin very seriously. Mm-hmm. In this passage, he's speaking to a specific group of people in a specific context about some specific things that they were building up as barriers yeah. to their, their faith, mm-hmm. um, they are, they're creating black and white sin issues over things that were man made. not, you know, um, and so I, I think going back to what you said, like there are rules that are important, like the original design of the rules that God gave us was mm-hmm. to keep us in right relationship with him and right relationship with each other. Um, to be faithful in my marriage, uh, is an important rule because it keeps me in right relationship with my spouse. Yeah. I don't want to violate that rule mm-hmm. because I don't want to violate that relationship.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what we were. That's right. You brought that up because we were talking about, um, it's not a free pass to sin. Right. Yeah. And I think that's a really good point. And I'm glad you brought that up. Um, because people People will take it there, Mm -hmm. you know, it just becomes a, and you know, in other places Paul says, don't go on sinning so you can say, oh, look how much grace abounds in me, like to prove that's just ignorant. Um, So, yeah, he's not saying that. The other thing I was thinking about is, you know, Paul wrote this and Paul could probably easily claim all three of these. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. these were probably struggles for him. These were distractions. I mean, he was a very educated person Mm -hmm. in more than one culture. Um, He had an old self that was maybe the worst of old selves you could have. Mm -hmm. Um, And he lived pre-encounter with the living God. Everything in his life was a rule to follow. Right, Um, And so, like, I don't think these are just, "Eh, these are good ideas. Mm -hmm. I think these were probably struggles for him, too.
3: Mm. Yeah, that's really good. That's true.
0: Any other closing thoughts on the series or maybe we covered everything and we don't have any closing thoughts. That's okay, too. I
1: I guess m- my biggest encouragement is if you find yourself in that place of like, yeah, I'm, I'm headed in a direction, but I don't know where I'm going. Or you're that passenger that's sitting looking out the window like you can take ownership over this.
0: Or maybe... If you're in the driver's seat, get in the passenger seat and stare out the window and trust that your father's going to get you where you need to go. Enjoy the ride. Both work. (laughs) Both great analogies.
3: Ultimately, traveling is amazing. The adventure is amazing. But what's more amazing is when you travel light with only the necessity. Get to your
2: destination. (laughs) And when you're
0: naked. (laughs) You sound like Will Forte.
1: You did.
3: I should have never shared that. Y'all have taken something. (laughs) so great in making it.
1: Hey, don't, please don't want me in with them. <laughs> All I did was encourage.
0: Somehow your encouragement still feels creepy.
1: <laughs> All I did was encourage you. Don't be jealous. <laughs> don't be jealous. Uh, so
2: I still, um, every time we talk about the, the right baggage which obviously makes sense like whenever you're traveling mm-hmm. you need to have the right things mm-hmm. packed i still like every time you talk about baggage in the christian culture yeah, it's bad it's negative it's always negative yeah and so trying to like luggage yeah i need some luggage not yeah. baggage no. yeah, not baggage.
3: we, we want you want to luggage. have deodorant and undies and deodorant <laughs> would have been great today. see <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> my
0: gosh and I, I your friend that. came through you did I really appreciate it, because you had the I wasn't right I was to say I was a friend. I was just, just going to let it go under the unnoticed, I'm just unsung heroes. Glad I knew what <laughs> real American heroes. It. Also, you have
2: like 30 <laughs> bottles of different medicines in your <laughs> in your. vodka. I do not. What are you they? Do. You I know, have like,
0: excedrin, excedrin
2: migraine, because I
0: live in an office with you. What else do I have?
1: <laughs> okay, mom and dad.
0: Name another one. Ibuprofen. I don't think I have ibuprofen in there. Fun fact. I'm just making your, things up. I will go. go back and we will look we're and we will update back. our friends <laughs> as to what medicines Fun I fact,
1: had. Mike was <laughs> going to pharmacy school or something like that. I was. Before. I was going to be a street Wait, pharmacist.
3: What is that? <laughs> a street pharmacist? A drug dealer? Oh. A drug dealer. <laughs>
0: Uh, I, I think we have a unofficial sponsor we of do. this episode. Daniel, um, you want to bless of, us with that?
2: In light of this current series and uh, you making fun of me on stage, this thing, I don't even know how to open it anymore. Because um, mm. you made fun of me for having maps. And I told you that I have a box of maps. You and did not tell me that. Look at this one. This one's Illinois. This is uh, Region 7. That's a big one. Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, Kentucky. So specifically, this this sponsor is National Geographic.
1: These feel good. These this one nice. has they are Mexico. Awesome. On it.
0: I got all of the United
1: States of America.
3: Nice.
1: Wow. Oh, you took wow. out the big one. So is it maps? Is that the unofficial sponsor for today? Is it just maps? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> National Geographic. No, it's National
0: Geographic. But I'd uh, also like to give a shout out to Rand McNally. Um, yeah, Rand McNally's like. The map company for the common folk. This yeah. smells like, like this is old bougie people. maps here.
2: These are great.
1: These are, are great, not? great have, have material. Have these been in your home? Foldable. Look at this. Yeah, great colors. Because it smells like old people. Because well, Daniel like, is an old person. Like,
2: real hard. <laughs> they were my grandparents. You do not
3: know how to fold a map.
2: No, no, no. I'm trying to show you
3: something.
2: Oh. Right. <laughs> Look, big, this side has facts about the states in Region 7. So you have like, I just need pictures. <laughs> <laughs> look at all the words okay this is oh, the right. okay. awesome though you have it, flight and this this is flight and race cars race, indianapolis in Abraham, are you
3: cool condoning
2: stuff. betting our 16th so, president listen what you need to know is a day might come where your precious gps
1: doesn't work well, that map's like 50 years old. So, so
2: I will. Say, I I can get luck. anywhere in these four states that I need to
0: go. <laughs> I will say this. When you told me you had a box of maps, I imagined like a jankety old cardboard box with some jankety old maps. This is cool. Thank you. It's cool.
1: This is for the this whole cool. U.S., huh?
3: I have never yeah. seen a box like that. This is. It
1: does smell like an old library. Mm-hmm. It, it was my grandparents. By the way, grandparents. if you're older and listen to this, you, you don't have to you. smell this way. <laughs> And so if you've chosen <laughs> not go, to, congratulations sh- 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 and good on you.
0: I would also like to know, if you are older watching this, w- <laughs> the three of us love you. Yeah. No kidding. Cherish you.
3: Three? They're-
0: One, two, three.
3: Okay. Nick's being mean. Oh. Yeah, it's like, who doesn't?
0: <laughs> He's cutting me
2: out. Um, hey. No, this was not all part of my inheritance people. from oh. my grandparents.
0: I, um, I got this. They are These are cool maps. I no, got love a them.
2: seashell.
3: Yeah.
0: These are cool maps. Yes. Awesome. These would have been way cooler for my illustration if you would have actually found them for Sunday. Yeah, I thought they were in a box in the basement, and it turns out
2: they weren't. They were very bedside table accessible. <laughs> <laughs> they were just in a hall closet right there on the shelf in you the might front. Might want to spritz some Febreze in there. <laughs> You'll ruin the. <laughs> Will you quit of smelling that.
1: them? Yeah, what is, I've only smelled it once. What it is was,
3: that book in the back?
1: It's. A guide to the rest of this Cartography uh, book If you need to find no Big words Orienteering So if you need to find A city mm. So give That's me a city find. Give me a city Des Moines
3: Austin, Texas Des
1: Moines, Iowa Austin's Okay, I'll go city. with Des Moines How do you spell Des Moines? Focamort. D-E-S
3: Des Moines Oh,
1: thank you Des Moines Nope, I went too far Okay.
3: You could also D- buy D- a new S- Hope S- mug. S-
1: S- yes. That's true.
3: We have an official sponsor.
2: Yeah, we have an official
1: sponsor. Des <laughs> Moines Des Moines Dude, this Iowa. ship is sale, bro. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you go to map, Austin. Would have been map much easier. 4
0: section P12? We already missed our exit. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're
2: heading to Nebraska now. What do you think Man is thinking of you now? Don't care. What? Oh, what man is thinking?
1: I feel like I'm gonna break these. Man, cell so phones So while articles. you're waiting,
2: hit subscribe. Yes.
0: <laughs> hit subscribe. Leave us a comment. How P- weird this
1: is. Twelve, right around here. This area.
2: If anyone's just listening to this and
1: Maybe. not watching, share this episode with your <laughs> I friends. I remember learning this. There it is. School. Des it Moines, was so fun. the big, one of the big. Did you say Des Moines? <laughs> no, Des Moines is one of the biggest. But you used the phones. I did use the book, and I found it. Good job. You see that? I did see that.
0: We all saw it for about seven minutes. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Yeah, subscribe to this on YouTube or whatever platform you're listening on. We do have mugs for sale. That is an official sponsor. If you want one of those, figure it out. You know how to buy stuff. We don't need to tell you that. Yeah, (laughs) you know how to buy stuff. Use a card, cash, whatever, on a Sunday morning.
3: Nick, will put a link on here.
0: I don't think we will. I don't
3: think
1: we have a we link. We don't sell them online. <laughs> <laughs> We're not a digital storefront.
0: All right, guys. Thanks for hanging out with us today for this mess of a show. Put a link on there. I <laughs> if
3: you're old
2: and can figure out how to buy this, good for you. Put a <laughs> link on there.
3: Because he, he <laughs> says, I, I don't think over they over do. Spot. Oh. oh.